Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Second segment, Uncut Kyle Perry, Charlie Fisher, Harrison Arns, and DP. We just talking mad smack during the break um, because the hype, the hype train is coming. Like we need, to, I'm, I'm full in on giving baseball as much juice as it needs. Not too much. Uh, Not too much. Can't, can't be. We gotta, we gotta walk a fine line. Uh, you know. But I love it, DP. I love it, man. You know. I'm love gonna love juice. y'all. Y'all can be modern, mod, modest, and <laughs> humble about it. But, you know, look, man, I know how much work y'all are putting in. We were talking about baseball versus softball, and I think a lot of it is is perceived, like perceived similarities, throwing motions, trying to be explosive in your core. Uh, I had a softball player who was trying to talk and said, "I asked them about where was her release point. Uh, she's an infielder, and I said, where's your release point?" And she paused. And she had to go through the motion to get to it. And I said, yeah, it, it, the, there are things in the game. Throwing a softball is pretty similar to baseball. Hand mm-hmm. size matters, that sort of thing. But arm strength and core, all that stuff plays in. Right. From a, from a throwing standpoint, like I know you don't get to play in it, but you get to watch people work out. Right. And you guys, you're into now the plyometrics of it. Now you've got all the different bands and all the different <laughs> rotational oh, stuff that you have plenty. to go through, right? Yeah. How do, I mean, and this has advanced in the last three years, right? Yeah, right. Your workout, your pre-throw workout, is bananas. Walk through, like before you throw a baseball, all the things you have to warm up and get loose to. Right. There's a, uh, I think it was a San Diego State coach. He uh, he he was talking. I saw a video a few years back. He was talking about sweat sweat before you throw. Right. You got to break a sweat before you throw because. You can't just, I mean, and this is coming, take it with a grain of salt, but I like, I promise you I sweat before I throw <laughs> two, sur- su- two surgeries later. I sweat before I throw. I promise. I, su- I promise. But obviously you get everything going at your whole body. It's a whole body thing. Cause it's not like you just go out there, right? You step and you freaking throw as hard as you can. No, it's not like that. Right. Like you said, it's core legs, right? Shoulders, everything from the, and, from the, from the, from the ground up. Right. right. That's where it all comes okay. from. Right. And so like, and really at the end, your arm just kind of, you know, whips with the body and that's where you get your velocity. It's where you get, you know, I mean, if you watch pictures, you can just break it down. I think we've been over this where it's mm-hmm. like you break down that they're using every freaking muscle. Right. And, and it's just in such a poetic motion. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to get everything going, right? And that's and that's just bare minimum. Get everything going, break a good sweat, right? And then you go into your a lot of guys do their 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 plyometric balls, mm-hmm. their weighted balls and everything and, you know, I I haven't really been able to get on much of a, you know, a, a program that I haven't really had the the freedom to go and, you <laughs> yeah, know, you got some boxes ex- to check. Right, for. right. Experiment <laughs> here in the last few years where it's really really ramped up where you get to see that a lot, right? Yeah. But uh the Jaeger bands, that's uh the the uh yeah they're just they're bands resistance band, resistance yeah. but thank you yeah. thank you dp yeah. you know what i was trying to say yeah. um but yeah no resistance bands and and do those get the elbow or the the shoulders fired up right you get the biceps triceps get everything going right in those arms don't overdo it right but you know get get a nice burn in your upper body and then you know do go do some 
some more stuff upper body and then it, it it's freaking it can go it, it can be 15 20 minutes before you even pick up a ball and, and start and start playing catch it's crazy that's been the, that's been the thing and i can right. i haven't coached since i got here and i'm thank you um <laughs> but the coach still exists in it right and the same thing for okay. hitting that now the plyometrics for hitting because we can take charlie's swing and break it down to the muscle group that 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 he uses in it mm-hmm. right and tell you okay well you know 32 percent of your torque is coming from 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 calf muscles so mm-hmm. now or from your thigh muscles what are you going to do do you like watching yourself in analytics? Does that – I'm the type of athlete that it would drive me crazy, right? Do you pay attention when they go through and break that? They break down your swing, they break down your throwing motion. Does that help you or does that make you kind of less organic? I think it really depends. Um, for myself, I'm a big fan of when I'm struggling going back and watching video of when I was good and trying to pinpoint, okay, is there something physically that I'm really doing different? Um, but I'm also kind of bought into the fact, personally, I have, I've played with guys before that like they can't hit until they watch 20 minutes of video and then go super, like, super defined muscle groups they got to warm up and stuff like that. And for me, it's like we talk about it all the time. When I go into the game, like I've done all my work. I've, as Coach Bolt always says, you put the sweat in the bucket type of thing. So when I go into the game, I don't want to be thinking at all. Um, and even after the game, like I said, maybe little physical things I'll look at. But for me, just if I dive too deep into that, then I start thinking. Um, and for me personally, the last thing I need to be doing when hitting is thinking, especially at the plate in a big game or however you want to look at it. So I, I do think the analytical part of the game, it's great. I think the way they're advancing is great with all the data they're coming out with and um, all the little things that you can use nowadays. But for me, it's just unless there's a major issue, I'm not really too – I don't dive too deep into that. Um, I can't really speak – out. like I said, I've lived with guys back at Southern who all the time, it was video, it was numbers, it was – all the above the weighted bats and obviously like i said it's all great i think it can help but i think it also there's a lot of potential for it to hurt you as well so you're not a fan of mm-hmm. the weighted bat workout i when it comes to warming up like we do um we do a routine with them warming up which i do like you get the swing going you get a mm-hmm. feel for where your hands are um utilizing your legs all that stuff just kind of getting the trigger going um but when it's really diving into it i like to just let it rip i like to almost try and simulate it as game like as possible um I just try and take, as crazy as it sounds, I try to take my mind out of it as much as I can. Because um, when I start thinking, when I start thinking, okay, where are my hands? Why aren't they here? Am I getting into my back leg? Am I loading my hip? Stuff like that. Like Then it's then I really get away from what I, what I really should be doing at the plate, and it's pretty much just doing damage to the baseball. As, as, as stupid, <laughs> as, stupid, as, that, as, stupid as that sounds. I mean, but. there is something to be said about that with, the, with all the analytics going yeah. on, man. It, it, yeah. It's a crazy world out there just in the yeah. game of baseball, and I'm sure in softball as well. I'm sure. I'm sure it's 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 crossed over too, yeah. right? I mean, but you said the word organic, man. I like it. I like to keep it organic. I'm well, not an organic guy, you know. <laughs> I eat processed hot dogs and whatnot. Hey, but, hey, man. But when it comes to the game of baseball, that is the perfect world. That uh, word. That's what I like to keep it, man. Organic well, well, is repetitive po- motion. Right. We call it athletic arrogance. Right. Whatever you want to call it. The people that I love watching play baseball are the people who are so consistently fluid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it's not robotic it it doesn't look forced it's simply hand movement eyes it's my high school coach used to always see ball hit ball dp like stop it Mm -hmm. (laughs) no kidding like throw more strikes like hit me (laughs) right and it becomes the basic stuff that people yell at you about like cows on the mound and i'm like come on cows throw strikes 
What do you think I'm trying to <laughs> do? Uh, trying to miss the zone. <laughs> trying to miss the zone. What do you want from me? I'm right. out here struggling. Let right. me like help yeah. it out. Yeah. So with you in the analytics, how, how does it affect you? He, I mean, see, I knew I liked fish. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I re- that's really ever since, because, I mean, the analytics part, that's always been a piece, you know really coming in with the with the age of technology right and 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 it's it's gone into baseball obviously and you're seeing it everywhere and and since it's been there i've, I've tried to dabble in it but never dive head first in it that that's that's what i've tried to stay away from and you know hell who knows maybe it could have helped me you know along the road with my arm path this and that but i mean i i wouldn't be where i where i am now if i had you know if i had you know dove head first into that sort of stuff and so I like to keep it as organic as possible, right? Because when I've, you know, been the best in my baseball career, I have never been thinking about anything, not trying to be robotic, nothing mechanically. I've just been out there. It's me versus the hitter. Here we go. Let's throw down. I'll give you my best stuff sort of thing, right? And, I, and I'm sure a lot of pitchers can say that, and I'm sure a lot of hitters, that, that's the same mindset, right? And so, Do like, you I, look at the film of hitters you, you're, you're facing? Uh, we, yeah, we do. We'll, we'll always do scouting reports and it's good to know hitters weaknesses and in, in that point but but the the last thing i need to be doing right is thinking way too deep well uh, to try you to gotta have your worst pitch to their best spot <laughs> right, right or your <laughs> right right yeah obviously there's pitches you need to avoid throwing to guys and, and spots you need to avoid yeah. with hitters but at the end you know when it really comes down to it you can't be thinking of every little you got to be in the throwdown, man and that's and that's where i've been my best though is like I'm because big... it sometimes gets to a point where, and it obviously is, as a hitter, right, if you know where, you know, pitchers are trying to pitch you, and then they, it's like reverse psychology, yeah. right? I mean, there's yeah. been times where I've screwed up, and I'm just like, well, I probably shouldn't have thrown that to this guy, and it worked, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, it, it can make and play sometimes. I was just going to go off of that. Um, I wouldn't say it's analytical, but, like, I'm a huge fan of if we're facing a guy, like a Friday night guy, I'll watch his video. Um to see what he look like, I'll watch eight pitches. Maybe it's not like okay, like two two. He's forty percent. He's come. To, I mean, pitchers attack hitters different every single at bat. I yeah. mean, yeah, there's percentages and numbers, but I'm I literally I'll see the video, kind of see how he throws, where the ball's coming out from. Um, but especially at the college level, I mean, college pitching coaches, if you try, if you try to outsmart them, it's not going to work. Um, it only gets harder. So that's the thing. Um, the numbers are great. The percentages are great when you get into that stuff. But I mean, to a certain extent, like. You just got to go out there and ball. You just got to go play. Um, you can't really think too much about okay, it's a one-one count. He's probably going to come fastball and that, like just stuff like that. Um, I think you can't t- dive too deep into it. I'll, I'll ask this: Do you hear the people in the dugout? Like, let's, Kyle, you're on the mound, you're on the rubber, and it's the balls in hand. Do you hear them? No, right? No, not really. Right? Not really. And I mean, unless it's unless it's Coach Bolt. <laughs> or Coach Christie, <laughs> right? Like, like there's only one voice that can break the, and the, I mean, the, the, the spectrum, right? Vivid, yeah. vivid <laughs> memory, vivid memory. My my, the worst outing I've ever had on a baseball field. Mm. Freshman year is a midweek game versus UNO. My friends, my closest friends and family, give me the crap mm. about this all the time. Mm. Talking about the freaking UNO outing. Hell, it was. Uh, yeah, I got I got pulled in the first inning. Back home, we're in Omaha, where I'm from. Awesome to be back, right? Midweek outing, and I absolutely just, oh, yep. terrible, terrible. And there was one guy I heard the entire freaking inning, mm. Coach Erstad, in the dugout, compete, compete, <laughs> compete. I couldn't find the zone if, if my life depended on it. And at that point, I thought it did. 
and that was the only voice I heard in that entire stadium. And I, th- I there were multiple times where I, I probably thought to myself, I freaking am. I'm <laughs> like, trying. Like, I am battling right Whatever now. Whatever it is, I don't got it tonight. And like, it was apparent, and I got ripped with, you know, have you two-thirds ever, of an inch. Have you ever said just to your coach, like, is there a signal that you get? just look over and go, it's just not happening? No, because as a competitor, <laughs> you want to stay in that moment, right? Yeah. You never want to get yanked. But, God, there are times where you're just like, whatever it is. Well, I, I wasn't so mad at seeing you. Like, I wasn't so mad at seeing you. Right, yeah. You don't want to admit it, but everyone's been there at least a time or two. Charlie, you're in the box, man, and, and, and it just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. Do you hear anybody? Are you locked in? Do you look – I my, my college roommate uh, – was a pitcher and he would say this he couldn't face anybody unless he got them once he got them to look in his eyes he owned them like he said i owned them but if the dude just walked up and like kicked dirt and looked at looked at the bat and he goes i was off you at the plate do you want to see him do you want to see the guy you're facing see no (laughs) Like, (laughs) like i'm kind of going off of what kp said like regardless of how i feel i'm going to compete but at the same time as a hitter it's like you have your days where you're four for four and it's it truly looks like a beach ball or whatever swing you put on it you're finding barrel but i i'll be honest i'll i've had a few days where it's been three strikeouts four strikeouts and like the ball comes out of the pitcher's hands and you're like i don't even see it like you're swinging and the ball's going to the backstop and you're just like two days ago i was i was all over four with two homers and a double and tonight it's like i don't know i mean you have it's obviously an excuse, but you have those days where you go like to a brand new ballpark and you're trying to pick it up and get used to it. It takes in that batter too, but I'll never like pitchers nowadays. No offense, KP, do so many little gimmicky things. Like we've played teams where guys are like they're shady, they're talking to they're themselves shady. and they're, they're up shady. in their glove like that. And yeah. I, like you know, well, they're give, shady. Yeah, I don't want to get. And he's a left-hander, so he's double yeah, shady. No, he's even weirder. <laughs> he's double shady. I'm never. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't want to give him the time of day. Like I'm not someone in the box who's gonna look back and start talking. Like I'll just I'll do something when I'm standing on second base after the at bat. But besides that, like there's just so much going on nowadays. You kind of just get in there and compete. That that on deck circle. That on-deck circle is important. Mm-hmm. How much advantage or disadvantage are you gaining with those eight pitches that he throws before you step in the dirt? I think that the biggest thing is routine. Um, I think whether you're third up that inning or first up that inning, just having the same routine every single time. We actually talked about that today at practice. But So for me, it's kind of buying into that routine. And then the biggest thing is just t- like the timing. Obviously, he's not going 100% while you're in the on-deck circle, but – um, I don't think a lot of people realize, especially at the collegiate level, like guys have such good stuff. Like to be in there, even just get – I mean, you're not really seeing the pitches like you are in the box with the on-deck circle, but even just getting in there and like getting a general timing, that's huge. I think that obviously um, isn't a huge advantage, but I think you're wasting time if you're kind of just messing around in the on-deck circle, if that makes sense. I think it's a big moment to kind of start to live in the moment to get yourself prepared for um, – let's say there's a runner on first. Like, okay, what could happen in my at-bat? Do I need to get him in? Do I need to score him? Um, just scenarios like that, just kind of slowing it down so that when you are at the plate, it's just kind of autopilot, if that makes sense, just kind of letting it happen, letting I, it work. I was, so <laughs> before we get a break, uh, one of our rivals was, was Old Dominion University, oh, right? Yeah. So we go down to ODU, and there was a guy, there were two guys that would sit side by side right next to the on-deck circle for, for, for us. And this guy would throw quadratic equations at me the entire. Oh, oh I'm over. Like, no I'm, like this dude. Like he's like, come on. All right, twenty two. Let's go deep. And 
you're trying not to hear him, <laughs> right. but you you're just there. Right there, yeah. and he's hitting you with okay. XC over two. I'm like, hey, come on, come <laughs> you on, shut up, bro. Yeah. Oh, like it was it was beautiful. It was spectacular because like it was the only place that did it. But those people who go to baseball, college baseball games on a regular basis, is my favorite college football sports fan. Oh yeah, people that go to college baseball games because there's a series mm-hmm. and there's a rhythm. And there's a routine to it. And they're a wee bit crazy. Yeah, you know. Just you know. <laughs> well, we asked the question, it's like, you, don't you have a life? Yeah, like, don't you have something to do? And he goes, nope, this is it. This is it. And I love what I do. This is it, Just and I'm good at it. Now go take this over. Uh, we'll go to break. We'll come back. We'll finish up on cut on the ticket.